The economy of Roblox is moving to over half a billion a year. In our last episode, we spoke about how big tech was looking at gaming as a growth strategy and the way to own the future. The metaverse future. Metaverse. The metaverse. Metaverse. In the metaverse. In the metaverse. With Facebook, Microsoft, and Apple pouring billions into this virtual reality, what does the metaverse look like today? The simplest way to think about it is a series of persistently interconnected 3D rendered simulations. Much like the internet is composed by billions of different web pages, websites, information sources, and devices, the metaverse will be too, albeit primarily in 3D. Are there some current gaming ecosystems that could be the foundations of what the metaverse looks like tomorrow? Yeah, it's really exciting because when people come together on Roblox, they do things together. They go to a birthday party. They, of course, play together. They maybe graduate from high school together if they couldn't in the midst of COVID. There's something very special about going to a concert with friends and、um, dancing together, deciding where you're going to stand, interacting with the crowd. One of the most promising examples of the metaverse today, Fortnite, held multiple collabs with artists for concerts in the last four years. A special mention here was the Travis Scott Fortnite performance, which had 45 million participants, and they all saw the giant. Nike Air Jordans he was wearing. Millions of people have literally come to these concerts, and we're optimistic for artists that this is the third way that they can、uh, essentially participate in the economy. So we think it's really big and exciting. This is one of the most exciting trends in all of tech, and things have changed. Is going to dive into the metaverse today. Tune in. The metaverse. Metaverse. The metaverse. Which is the metaverse. If you'd known how important the technology economy was 20 years ago, would you have done things differently? The internet, cell phones, the cloud, and data—things have changed. We're here to talk about it. Hi, I'm Jed. Hi, I'm Shikhar. Welcome to Things Have Changed, your new economics and technology podcast. So we know Facebook has put in what ten billion dollars into their reality labs. Apple's been working on their augmented reality product、uh, for a while now. So, what is the state of Metaverse right now, today? Applications that you can jump on and experience virtual worlds, interact, transact, create worlds. All that stuff. First、yeah. of all, dude, we gotta stay away from calling it Facebook now. All right, it's Meta. It's Meta. It's Meta. Meta. It's, okay. Okay. There's a reason. There's a reason for that. It's dude. I've been calling.、Think. I've been calling them Facebook for 15 years. I can't just <laughs> stop calling them Facebook. Well, it's still it's an app within the Meta. You know, within the Meta. Overlay, you、so. have to stop using the word meta. <laughs> you used it like fifteen times in the last episode, dude. It's it's a prominent word used by、um, tech leaders today. Okay, yeah, yeah. in in te- all of the <laughs> quarterly earnings, they're gonna hear some shit about the metaverse. So yeah, it's pretty annoying. 
Um, no, but to your question, right, about what the metaverse actually looks like today, I think where we can see the most examples of what it's going to look like really in the future, and we've mentioned this in our previous call, by the way, so if you've you've listened to the last episode, you know where I'm going with this. Um, the large part of what exists today that reflects what the metaverse future will be is really within gaming. I mean, we've talked about gaming the last few episodes, and actually we're still in the gaming segment of um, of THC right now, where we're going over gaming. When we think about the metaverse and how Mr. Zuck has explained what the metaverse would be, you know, there, there are a couple elements that we can really think about um, when we think about the metaverse and how it's it's like being built. THC so, listeners can uh, play a take a shot every time Jed says meta or metaverse. Yeah. And they'll yeah, be drunk please. in like seven seconds. <laughs> Are you kidding me, dude? We're going to talk about the metaverse so much. The last two episodes is a whole night of drinking games. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> um, It's something to get you started. But no, uh, what exists in the verse, if you don't want to hear meta, okay? Verse, I've, I've heard people say verse, and I think no, it's actually strategic no. wordplay, bro. We should do it, because meta's going, honestly. <laughs> um, but, you know, some of the elements that exist in the verse today... Um, that can be similar to what you can find in gaming. You know, one is transactions, right? We think about transactions, we've probably had transactions early on when games started coming out, right? Um, single player games, go into that reality and then buy yourself a gun, buy yourself a skin. You're you're familiar with these concepts if you've played games before, yeah, right? Yeah. Transactions. Um to give you an example of how much digital goods there are out there, you know, every year about $54 billion is spent on virtual goods. Okay, so that that's like one element of uh, of the metaverse that you need to have in, in order for it to be called a metaverse. Um, another element is, this is why some people join the metaverse, is to socialize, right? Like, what's crazy to me is the last four years uh, we've seen these crazy concerts come up in the metaverse. We'll go deeper into this later on, but you know, crazy concerts that have happened in the metaverse in the last four years that have happened in Fortnite, um, the game that people uh, in our generation used to play in college. <laughs> um, but Fortnite itself held already three major concerts right? We have Marshmallow, we have Travis Scott, and quite recently, I think Ariana Grande even got on there. Um, but this was a place, dude, so we I think we watched the video together when Travis Scott um, did his thing yeah. when I was still in Arizona. And it wasn't, obviously for us, watching it on YouTube, right? 120 million views, by the way, on YouTube. Um, when we were watching that experience on YouTube, we just kind of thought about it. You know, these people are in there as their own avatars interacting with the artist himself as Travis Scott is a big ass giant, right? Wearing Jordans, as you mentioned in the intro. Um, and you have all these other people you can actually talk to, interact with, trade with. You know, you're jumping around, you know, shooting guns and doing random shit while Travis Scott is performing, just walking around the whole place. That is a super social experience. Yeah. Right. And surely you've played COD. Surely you've played Call of Duty where you're on the mic, you know, talking shit to somebody you're about to kill, right? <laughs> or your teammates and talking shit about the other team. Like, 
it's a really social experience to be in the metaverse. And I think that's one of the most important elements is to have them. And, you know, if you've played Roblox, I haven't played Roblox, but Roblox is a huge piece of the Gen Z generation, right? A lot of them are playing this game and a lot of kids are creating universes in in Roblox. 60 million messages are exchanged a day in Roblox. Is that crazy? That is ridiculous. That's a lot of communication happening in the Roblox ecosystem. This is all Gen Z too, right? I mean, it's the next wave. It's definitely not the millennials. No, no. We're we're stay like our generation ended up interacting with the metaverse through Fortnite. Not <laughs> not through Roblox. Even Fortnite but. is a bit too is still newer for us. I think yeah. our version of metaverse was I don't know, Sims. <laughs> like ages ago. <laughs> Earlier on. Holy Sims. stuff. Yeah. It's a different place. You can create, you know, maps yourself. You can create games. You can create different type you know, it's just intense. It's intense, the world that they've created and encouraged creators to come in and actually do these things. Like, it's wild. Being able to create in the metaverse, I think, is such a big thing, which I think Call of Duty lacked, to be honest. You know, you didn't have that element to be able to create your own universes, your own little towns, you know. We have to mention is these big players, Fortnite, Roblox, uh, Minecraft, God. This is the state of Metaverse today. I never got into Minecraft because I think I had just moved on from that. From what? Moved on from what? I mean, I I just <laughs> didn't feel like You're playing with... You're too mature to be on Minecraft? No, no, I just didn't feel like playing those block games because I played block games all my life like with bad graphics. I want to uh, play like God of right. War and Legos. stuff, right? Yeah. But it's interesting how... My younger cousin, who's now 20, but like five years ago, he was only playing uh, Minecraft. My niece and nephew, who are eight and 10 right now, play Minecraft. So that's a window of people from the age of eight to like 22, 23, playing Minecraft right now. And, you know, you can now code on Minecraft, you can build stuff. So it's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, dude, one of the examples that I haven't really looked into too much, which I just learned about doing this research was uh, Second Life. Second Life is apparently massive because (laughs) (laughs) if we think about the GDP just within Second Life, okay, the GDP in that tiny economy of this one. So what is GDP here? Value of goods. (laughs) Value of goods and services, right? All in a basket. All in a basket. So this we're thinking about what people have spent in there, actual dollars. And earned. Yeah. 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 So this is, you know, okay, we can get into a completely different conversation. Yeah, it'll be very complex. But isn't yeah, the best <laughs> metric and isn't stuff. the best measure, but you know, it's still right now. This is how we would measure how big an economy is. It's our best way okay. to measure how big yeah. an economy yeah. is. Um, but the GDP for Second Life, which is a gaming platform as well, where people create worlds as well, people create services, etc. You can go into stores, you can shop, you know, you can do all these crazy shit like you would in the real world. Um, that GDP is worth six hundred fifty million dollars. Now it's a virtual you, world, dude. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> with, 
We live in a place where there are virtual worlds worth more than half a billion dollars, guys. What the fuck's going on? People are dying on the street <laughs> of hunger, okay? But, dude, this is the more crazy stat, okay? You know how you were just talking about your uh, little cousin, little nephews yeah. playing in these games, right? Creating, creating universes. Well, they're creators in these games making millions of dollars because of their games, right? In Second Life itself... In one in one year, in 2021, creators were paid $80 million. That's wild. That is nuts. That's okay? wild. That's not, I know the creator economy is quite like new and, and nascent for us, but YouTube was really the place where people made a shit ton of money or these apps, Instagram, Facebook, you know, social media websites. Influencers. In this place, it's yeah. a real influencers. It's a real economy, dude. Like, even if it's virtual, people are buying and selling goods. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are doing services. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but then, you know, when you buy these goods, what happens? You know, typically in a game, <laughs> you play games like Call of Duty, you buy something, you maybe have a gun, you have a skin that you can keep for, for a long time. But, you know, the concept of ownership is not new. And I think you have probably been exposed to this as well because it's been all over the news um, and something that we talked about in our, our crypto episodes. But NFTs, right? NFTs, we're not going to go deep into that today, but NFTs are another reflection of how the metaverse can really function, right? A non-fungible token. And right now on the world, this, this stat shocked me as well, dude which is that right now the market cap or the total worth of like all of the NFTs out there today, you see Steph Curry buying shit, you see LeBron buying shit, you know, you see all these celebrities talking about million dollar purchases, half a million dollar purchases, Tom Brady, etc. Right now the market cap, the worth of all of those things combined is $41 billion. People have spent $41 billion buying NFTs. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous so if we're talking about appetite right for the metaverse right now it's there the spend is there yeah yeah and with this current the eyeballs are there you know a lot of that the eyeballs are also there yeah because we've got visibility all over the place you know looking at this thing and the adoption is absolutely there dude we just mentioned how many people went on a, a Fortnite concert right so you know, and, and a lot of these things that we've been talking about, especially in those, you know, four dimensions, the transactions, socializing, creating, and owning, a lot of those things exist within gaming and have existed within gaming. Yeah, actually. That's a big unlock there. Yeah, dude. It's a big segment of what the metaverse looks like today. The numbers, man. You know, I, I come back to my, uh, Minecraft, but Roblox is also another super fascinating take. Like Minecraft... Uh, Microsoft bought it for $2.5 billion eight years ago, Whew. right? Back then it was considered a lot of money for a game that kids play. Today they have ventured into mine Minecraft education, coding, blah, blah, blah. It's one of the top 10 Twitch games streaming in 2022. 141 million active users. Monthly. Oh my God. Monthly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so these oh numbers are God. just so on another level. Like it transcends cultural norms, um, countries, languages. 
it just transcends all that. Gaming is just a great platform to be in this universe, metaverse. Um, it's just stunning, dude. Uh, we didn't focus, you know, we spoke about Fortnite quite a bit, but that's a free game. Fortnite is free to play, but they made $2 billion last year. How does that work? Well, these people are spending on, you know, um, the skins, customization. They're spending on uh, being part of specific competitions. Like, what about guns? They probably spend on like weapons and all that. No, stuff. I, I think it's it's a it's a more fun take. Like Call of Duty is serious. Okay, mm. I'm gonna get an AK-47 yeah. and go and yeah. blast this stuff, right? <laughs> so yeah, violence. But over here, it's a fun violence where people have like, yeah. you know, a hammer which is squeak squeaky, and that's their we- weapon yeah. of choice, and you know, get <laughs> get upgrades on that or whatever. So. It's, it's a fun ass thing. It is fun. It's it is a fun. fun. Ass thing. And it's, dude, you fly into the game. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. I, I played Fortnite for the first time and I was like, what's happening? What's happening? You're gonna be <laughs> jumping into your your universe. That's sick. And Roblox is another one. Socializing, uh microtransactions. So transacting and buying virtual goods to enhance your experience while you know you want to look a certain way while you buy a skin and you know, all that is game revenue. Like Eight bucks, six bucks, it all adds up, even though it's free, you know, free to play. The level of engagement over here is nothing like we've seen. Like, these are like, um, in 2021, Roblox had 40 billion hours engaged. (laughs) The hell is that, dude? (laughs) That's up four times. That's up 4x since 2018. So in three years, okay, yes, the pandemic did affect things, but yeah, for sure, those are mad numbers. It is. I mean, they have two hundred million monthly active users. Yeah, right. But you know, we'll see the test of time if this continues post pandemic. But really, like, I don't see it slowing down, dude, because the growth has been there even pre pandemic, right? It just gave people now an excuse to actually spend more hours um, in these games. Regardless, it's just crazy because we were talking earlier about, look, the monthly active users in Minecraft was, what, 120 million or 141 million active users, right? That's not even what's in Roblox. That's not even what's in Fortnite. Roblox has 200 million active users. Fortnite has 350 million active monthly users. Like, dude, there's so many people playing these fucking games. And, you know, it's it's... It's an inevitable, I think, state um, to imagine that more people will be spending more time in these games. You talk yeah. about engagement. A lot of the reports that I read, so I, I went through, goddamn, a lot of consultants reporting on what the metaverse looks like. And it, it's helpful. You know, it's helpful. They have some insights of what will happen in the future. But one thing that they always do is try to predict what's the engagement, what it's going to look like, how many users are going to be on this platform, et cetera. And one of the things that they predicted was in five years, every adult, okay, I think this comes straight from PwC, every adult is going to spend at least an hour on one of these uh, extended reality platforms on a weekly basis. So that's in five years, okay? So just imagining 
how much time I spend on it right now. It's zero, dude. But I can totally see myself using one of these games for either entertainment or for transaction Education purposes. too, dude. Think about Education it. Education too. Like yeah. the world is software, right? As a hardware engineer, yeah. it pains me to say it, but <laughs> it's software. Yeah. Imagine you're playing a game and you're learning how to code in that game, but it's it's made it so easy and fun yeah. for you to learn how to build and code. Like that's crazy. COVID happened, right? I think a lot of people were looking for a retreat somewhere else to go. And the promise that um, this metaverse, quote unquote, um, is giving is that escape, right? Is the ability to get out of how shitty the world is now. I got to be honest. I watched Ready Player One last night. So I, I'm deep in this <laughs> yo, shit yo, right now. You've gone the <laughs> other extreme. It's super extreme what they've done. But it's done, a really good movie. It, it, it is. Book. It is. It's also relevant for what we're seeing today about how, you know, there will be some corporations taking advantage of Which this is exactly new- what we're seeing, right? We're seeing the exactly. big companies seeing this as such. The engagements are off the roof. Um, they are seeing this. This is our growth. Like, let's, like, met Facebook has pivoted their entire company to this. So it's, yeah, it's incredible what we're seeing with regards to engagement, but also retention. They're coming back. Like, they're coming back and playing a lot more. Yeah, and you know, if you haven't seen the movie Ready Player One, please go and see it. We mentioned this in our last call as well, but it's just an extreme version of what we'd use the metaverse for. These dystopian futures, although albeit very far away, are offering some pretty promising ideas to what the metaverse might look like and what the play will be, quite honestly. The advertising stuff, the corporation in Ready Player One was like, yo, we can use, they're planning what to do when they had a large part of uh, the ownership to Oasis is the name of the the game. And they were like, yeah, we're going to have 93% of the user's uh, view or whatever, covered up in ads. I was like, bro, what? That's basically that's, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook right now. <laughs> so it's a, it's, it's a good, you know, um, prediction yeah. of what the future of the metaverse may be. Yeah. Let's not forget, Meta slash Facebook is an advertising company first. It's a social media platform, but it is an advertising company first. And they're leading, well, they want to lead the metaverse future, right? They're doing all this rebranding, they're doing all this investment, but they themselves are a social media company that has only been successful because of ads. So it's it's not unbelievable to think that may be the future. Yeah. (laughs) So I think today we talked a lot about, you know, the heavy hitters in um, the metaverse. And we talked about the concept that will most likely be applied to what the future of the metaverse will look like, which exists in gaming at the moment. I think in our next episode, it might be worth it to dive into the actual economics that's going on in the metaverse and what could actually happen in the metaverse uh, from an economic standpoint. It was coined metanomics. (laughs) Lame as hell. 
But it is a field of study that was actually introduced in 2007, not even a field of study, but something that people have already talked about. So I think in our next episode, it might be worth it to talk about what kinds of transactions are happening in the metaverse today. Um, who are the players getting into it? Because there are some pretty you know, brand name players going into the metaverse and actually making some pretty significant moves to start creating this economy. What's that going to look like? Um, we're going to talk about banking, financing, real estate, um, all of the things that are real world applications, but are conceptually happening in the metaverse today. Also, we've been getting a lot of messages on our website regarding our latest gaming series. You guys really like it. So thanks a lot for the feedback and let us know if you want any other topic to be covered as you know we really dive into the numbers the metrics the financial metrics the users and so we'd love it if um, you could let us know what you want us to cover so yeah tune in and stay curious